This message was presented at the GYC 2017 conference, Arise, in Phoenix, Arizona. For other resources like this, visit us online at www.gycweb.org. All right. So, my name is uh, Daniel Sachio Fukuda. Uh, I actually have a middle name. Daniel means God is my judge. Sachio means center of happiness. Fukuda means happy rice field. So as long as I keep God as my judge, and as long as I keep God as the center of happiness, I'll be like a happy, prosperous rice field. And uh, um, well, I came to Japan a few days ago. Um, And this afternoon... I would like to share a testimony and a special message to each one of you. So I I just ask that you prayerfully listen for the next 40 minutes. And then uh, just pray. Pray as you listen. And let me just uh, have a short word of prayer once again. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray that you give me words to speak. May you be the one who speaks. Speak to each one of our hearts, O Lord. May you send your Holy Spirit. Touch each and every person's hearts. May decisions be made. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When I say Maranatha, please say Jesus is coming. Maranatha! Maranatha! When I say dream, say big dream! Dream! Maranatha, Jesus is coming. Dream! Dream big. Those two concepts are very important concepts. And I'm thankful for my parents, my family that helped me really treasure, cherish those two concepts. And I believe those two concepts should be cherished by every single Christian, Seventh-day Adventist, Bible-believing Jesus followers. Dream big. Maranatha. Well, in the Bible, Psalms 117 are these words the shortest Bible verse? Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people, for his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's say it in Japanese. Moromoro no kuni wo shu wo hometatae wo. Moromoro no tami wo shu wo tatae matsude. Warera ni tamaru sono itsukushimi wa okii kara dearu. Shu no makoto wa tokoshie ni taeru koto ga nai. Shu wo hometatae wo hareria. That was in Japanese, but who's going to preach in Chinese? Who's going to preach in Korean? Who's going to preach in India? Who's going to preach in Africa? Who's going to preach in all over the world? We need people to preach the message to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. You see, to God be the glory. Great things he has done, and he is doing, and he will do. Do you believe that? I stand here this day able to testify because of family, because of friends, because of teachers, of pastors, of classmates, of church members, because of many people's prayers and support all around the world. Ministry is a team effort. You see, I stand this day, December 30, 2017, GYC meeting before you all, boldly, humbly, but boldly to testify about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and His mission for all of us. 
The fact that I stand here this day is a living testimony, a living evidence, a living proof that God can and will use anybody for his mission under one condition. Do you want to know that one condition? What's that one condition? He can use anybody under one condition. You know, I've been, uh, as in the uh, introduction, I've been working. I started working in the union and uh, and ever since I started working in the Japan Union, I've been really thinking, how did I end up here? What's going on? Why am I here? You see, I've been thinking more about soul winning, about evangelism, about leadership. And, you know, I've been thinking. And I realized maybe it's this. God can use us under maybe just one condition. And I believe this one condition perhaps is if we boil it down to one word, it's trust. Trust. Trust in God. Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. King James Version. Lean not unto thine own understandings and all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise unto thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. That's an important principle, I believe. Trust in God. Another passage you know, the book of Daniel happens to be one of my favorite books. Um, Daniel chapter 3, verse 13 through 18. Daniel 3, verse 13 through 18 reads, Then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Verse 15, Now if you be ready that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, sultry, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall, fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God... Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king, if it be so, our God. But, but, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. But if not, regardless of our circumstance, whatever, regardless, we trust and follow God, no matter what. That kind of trust. Trust and obey God's way. You may be under financial problems. Just trust and obey God's way. You may be under uh, relationship problems or family problems or work problems. Just trust and obey God's way. Whatever problems you are going through, just trust and obey God's way. Amen. We will come back to this later. But this afternoon... I would like to share some testimony from the work in Japan. Um, let's just say, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but perhaps well, there's about 5,000 people or so uh, here. And um, <clears throat> in Japan, less than 1% of the population is Christians. Less than 1% are Christians. So if there's, what, let's just say 5,000 people, let's just say for now, you guys are all Japanese for a moment, okay? 
All of you, look to your left, look to your right. You're all Japanese. You're all Japanese. If you're all Japanese, well, 5,000 people, 1% of that, 50 people are Christians in this room. 50. Just 50 people. And Adventists, the Seventh-day Adventist population in Japan is 1% of the 1%. In other words, maybe a half a person, or maybe at most one person, is Seventh-day Adventists in this room. That's Japan for you. Very few Christians. Very few Christians. But it's not a small country. It's a big country, 130 million people. 130 million in the Tokyo area, which I happen to live in. In the Tokyo area, there's about 40 million people. That's one of the biggest metropolitan area, the richest and most populated area, and less than 1% Christians. Something needs to happen. You know, this morning, uh, Pastor Doug mentioned about the city evangelism. You know, the I want this city. Well, you know, I really want this city, Tokyo. I want this city, Tokyo, Japan. I think many people want this city, Tokyo. It needs to be one to the kingdom of God. This afternoon, I'd like to cover five points. <clears throat> Who am I? What, is, what am I doing? Uh, what's going on with what I'm doing? What have I learned in the past two years? And why we need you guys to listen. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> uh, we had an introduction earlier, so I don't need to introduce myself again. Um, I just want to say, uh, uh, for maybe there's few people coming in, so I'm a third-generation Japanese-American. Um, I'm the youngest of four siblings. And um, a lot of things happened, and I started working in the union about two and a half years ago. And uh, I'm no different than any other young people. Um, God uses anybody, anybody, as long as we just trust Him step at a time. So what am I doing exactly? <clears throat> I'm involved in four major projects in uh, Japan currently. I work under the Youth Ministries Department and the uh, Literature Ministries Department. And uh, four major projects are Youth Rush, All Rush, Gifts, and Setagaya Tokyo Youth Church. Um, let me explain each one of them really quickly. Youth Rush, uh, you've probably all heard about it. How many of you heard about Youth Rush? Yes, and it's originated in North America. Um, Youth Rush is a 10-week uh, student literature canvassing program where young people stay in sleeping bags in the church, worship together, eat together, knock on doors together, and have a great time and get to know Jesus Christ on a personal level. It's a wonderful program. I was involved with that specifically in the Southeastern California Conference my first summer, and it's been a great experience. Well, what happened was a couple years ago, um, the Japan Union decided they would like to start something like this. Um, they would like to start something like this, and uh, uh, that's why I went over to Japan. And we adapted Youth Rush and created Youth Rush Japan. And what's different is uh, over in uh, Japan, we have three-week programs, like a blitz, five times a year, February, March, July, August, September. And the reason we do it that way is a lot of the students, they study, study, study all the time, and uh, oftentimes they don't have 10 weeks to spare, so, uh, so we want to get them at least three weeks here and there. But a lot of students, they come three weeks, come again three weeks, come again. There's a lot of repeaters. They just love it. And um, some of the differences between Youth Rush over here and Youth Rush in Japan, um, if you noticed the video earlier, there was a clicker, right? That was a clicker. We keep track of how many doors we knock, how many people we meet, because we're gathering data, because we don't know anything about Japan. I don't know anything about Japan, so we're gathering a lot of data as much as possible, 
And we realized that each student, on average, knocks about 200 to 400 doors a day. 200 to 400 doors a day. That's a lot more than U.S. And uh, uh, the reason is uh, houses are smashed to, uh, close together, close together. So you don't, you don't need to walk too much. You just, oh, next door. Oh, next door. Uh, uh, literally, almost, something, almost, there's a door, and there's literally a door here sometimes. It's so, like, you don't need to walk too much. You can just, bum, 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 bum. you know, it's easy. <laughs> Uh, and then, but one of the challenges, one of the challenges um, that we also knock, every time they get to see someone, uh, we click the pink one and the blue one, and we have different color systems. But anyways, uh, about, in Tokyo area, they meet about 5 to 10% of the doors they knock on. Uh, but uh, the other doors, we leave tracks. We always leave tracks. We always leave tracks, like, leaves, scatter them like leaves of autumn, you see. And uh, also, we don't really drive vans. Uh, there's like one van for the whole team of 20 young people. Uh, we just use trains, we run, uh, so that's it. And what do the leaders do? What do the leaders do? Well, we just carry bags and run to the students and deliver the books and run again. So it was good exercise for me. And, uh, and then another one is um, <clears throat> for lunch, um, we eat rice balls. We eat rice balls and Japanese pickles. Uh, we, cr we make them together and then we just eat it in the field and that's it. And then in the evening, in the morning, uh, we have like this, uh, how many of you heard about TMI? I'm not talking about too much information. I'm talking about total membership involvement, TMI, total membership involvement. You see, um, at the churches we stay at, it's the church members, volunteer church members that make the meals for us. And then we eat together and we have worship together with the church members. And through the interaction with the church members, they see the young people. And in just a few days or sometimes just a week or so, they see the transformation in the young people. And they're inspired like, wow, I want to go knock on doors too. And you know what happens? Some of them, they come knock on doors with us. And then I realized there's a huge potential here. That's why we created All Rush Japan. It's not old rush, it's all rush. <laughs> you see, all rush Japan. Regardless of age or gender, well, everybody rushes together to win some souls because Jesus is coming soon. You know, so all rush Japan, what it is, is after we do youth rush, there's a lot of interest amongst uh, other people that are not students. So we have special training for them, how to knock on doors. And oftentimes, uh, a group of them, a few of them, uh, they decide, all right, as a church, we'll have like a literature club and we'll go knock on doors once a month or uh, once every couple weeks on Sunday. And so that's All Rush Japan, where we get everybody involved with something. And All Rush Japan, you know, General Conference talks about TMI, total membership involvement. I like to say TMLI, total membership literature involvement. TMLI is basically All Rush Japan. But you see, we have Youth Rush and we have All Rush. But those are just, you know, like a few weeks or some, you know, it's not a full-time thing. So what do we do before and after those times? How can we take care of the young people? How can we train them? And that's uh, one of our uh, things that we needed to consider and think about. That's why we created GIFTS, G-I-F-T-S, GIFTS, Gideon Family Training School. 
It's an online Bible training program. We uploaded videos about Daniel, Revelation, Sanctuary, 28 Fundamentals, how to study the Bible, how to preach, different basic stuff, and also how to lead small groups, everything. It's about a 100-hour program, video, YouTube videos. All they have to do is click on it, watch it, study it, and in order to graduate from that course, they have to start small groups, and they have to turn in reports of about 10 times at least, and then we keep track of them. And our goal, our goal as a youth department over in Japan Union, our goal is to train at least 300 young people by 2020 that finishes this course, that starts a small group, that can preach, that can win some souls, and that is on fire for Jesus. Amen. At least 300, just like Gideon. And considering the number of Christians, number of Adventist young people in the church, it seems humanly, it seems at first impossible goal, but it's not impossible at all. God with God, all things are possible. And because Jesus is coming soon, we need, we desperately need to train young people to get this work done. We desperately need. So that's why we set this goal by 2020 to equip and train at least 300 young people to become leaders. And uh, fourth project, so Youth Rush, All Rush gives, and uh, Sitagaya Youth Church that guy is part of Tokyo, so it's a youth church over in Tokyo. Um, <clears throat> a little background of that church is, uh, so when I got to Japan, um, <clears throat> uh, the union administration wanted to start a youth church. It's the first youth church ever in Japan, youth church. And um, this church over in Setagaya Church is a church with a, a lot of history, but Two years ago, when we got there, um, <clears throat> there was only less than 10 church members, uh, perhaps just about five or so church members that are really active that comes every week. And all of them were females, and all of them were older ladies. Retired, and then um, <clears throat> they were thinking about closing the church down because, you know, they, they really didn't have pastors, full-time pastor or anything, and they were thinking about closing it down. But the uh, administration said, hold on, let's turn this into a youth church. Uh, so I ended up, I, I stay in the parsonage there, and um, we started a youth church about a year and a half ago or, or, or so. And, um, you know, God, God bless, God works. It's a slow process, but we reach out to the community. We have different community concerts, and we knock on doors. And um, right now, instead of five, there's about 30 or so people coming every week. And then uh, one-third of the, uh, so about 10 or 12 of them are young people, uh, young adults. And then one-third of them are actually not baptized Adventists. And then the rest of them are, you know, uh, reg uh, regular people. Well, not regular. Everybody's regular. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so so it's, it's, it's like a church plant, in other, in other words. And it's, it's also like a headquarters because, uh, oh, there's pictures. <laughs> All right, I just realized that. Uh, that's a picture of uh, Youth Rush. Um, that, those are the students over in Kagoshima. Um, yeah, high school and college age students, and yes, I guess there will be pictures. And uh, <laughs> so that's the four projects that I am involved with. Uh, so let me just dig a little deeper and share specific testimonies uh, about Youth Rush. Um, you know, how many of you heard about angel experiences? Uh, yes, we've heard those. We've heard those uh, all over the world, and Japan is no exception. There's angel experiences in Japan, too. Um, I'll just share one. Uh, <clears throat> so this high school student, a 15-year-old girl, 
her first day canvassing, um, a leader went with her. <clears throat> they were going, and they talked to somebody in the street, a father and a son. And as they were introducing books, you know, the boy was like, hey, where did you three come from? And the two, they didn't really pay attention too much. Hey, where did you three come from? They talked, talked. Hey, where did you three come from? They continued talking. And they said, okay, thank you, bye. And they said, hey, dad, where did those three come from? Come on, where did those three come from? The little boy kept saying that. And that's when it hits, wait a second, three, we're only two. <laughs> and then I don't know why they didn't realize. They're like, they're like what, three? And they were so shocked. And, uh, well, perhaps it was an angel. I believe it was an angel. And they were so thankful at that. That was her first day, the 15-year-old high school girl. First day, she was so inspired. She became one of our top sellers in that program. And she was like, oh, there's an angel with me. And she was fearless. She talked to everybody, anybody that moves, anybody on the street, between doors, whatever. We tell her to go to the shop. All right, I'm going to the shop. We go to that. Okay, I go that. And boom, angels are with us. It was such exciting. Another one. <clears throat> How many of you guys have siblings, brothers and sisters? Well, I have uh, brothers and sisters as well. Um, <clears throat> it's, good to have, uh, it's good to do evangelism with your brothers and sisters. It's good to do God's work. Well, we had a brother and a sister, Hirata team, you know, brother and a sister. Brother was older, sister was younger, 18-year-old uh, and a 20-year-old. 18-year-old nursing student, the girl, a sister, and the brother was like a 20-year-old education major. <clears throat> Anyways, the sister, she comes to the program. Her first week, she was having a miserable time. <laughs> she, she was like so scared, so shy, and she was, I, I, I later learned about this, but she was thinking about how to ask permission to quit the program. That's what she was thinking about. And so, uh, and one day I, I gave a little worship on how uh, if you're scared at doors, just do a little short prayer. Lord Jesus, you canvas for me. Every door, just ring the bell and say, Lord Jesus, you canvas for me. That's it. Well, she took that to heart. And every single door she did that. And she said, well, she felt better. And she sold a lot of books and she decided not to leave. Well, anyways, a, few, a couple weeks uh, later, <clears throat> We decided to put the sister and the brother together on the same street. And at first, like, what? You're putting, me to, you're putting us together? They were a little hesitant, but, you know, we said, no, don't worry, don't worry. It's going to work. Well, sure enough, it worked. Those two brother and sister, they decided to pray together and set a goal. All right, today, just us two, we're going to sell 40 books today. And now, you have to understand, in Japan, the average a student sells just about 10 to 12 books at most. That's the average. So 40 books with just two people, that's a lot. Well, they prayed exactly 40 books. They're like, whoa. Well, as leader, leaders were like, whoa. So we decided to put them together again. <laughs> the next day, they're like, again, we're together again. Well, they decided to say, we're going to pray for 50 books. Exactly 50 bucks. No less, no more. Well, as leaders, we're like, all right, we're going to put you guys together again. Third day. All right, we're going to try for 60 bucks. What do you think happened? 60 bucks exactly. No less, no more. And they were just celebrating. That was our last day. So we don't know what, what happens the fourth day because that was our last day. But <laughs> You see, God is good. God is good. There's so many stories that I like to share, but 
let's see here. All right, one, one more story, one more story. Uh, there's uh, some, something I personally enjoy about canvassing in Japan. Uh, so I, I get asked a lot, what's the difference between canvassing work in Japan and U.S.? Honestly, they're both human, so a lot of them are same, but, but there's a major difference. Remember, 1%, less than 1% Christian. In other words, 99% don't really know too much about the Bible or prayer or anything like that. So I enjoy the most. Angel experiences are nice. Divine appointments are nice. But I enjoy praying at doors with people. Because when we pray, it's like, what is prayer? Huh? Is it okay if we pray here? Do we, do we close our eyes? You know, they ask, and it's their first Christian prayer ever. And they thank us, like, wow, thank you so much. One time we prayed with a little old lady with a, a student and myself, and then we prayed, and afterwards, the lady went, wait, hold on, and brought uh, mochi, uh, rice cakes. Uh, not one, not two, three. Three mochi, and rice crackers, and ume juice, uh, Japanese plum juice. I was like, wow. But I was like, oh, we don't need three. We just need uh, one each. Like, no, no, no. Give this to your God, your Christian God. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's a Japanese concept. It's a Japanese concept where they give food to gods. But, you know, the point is, he appreciated the prayer. Um, uh, another one is, uh, all right, last, last story, last story. We need to move on. Last story is, um, uh, which story should I share? There's two good stories. Okay. Ah. A girl or a boy? Okay. All right, boy. I heard boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Quick, quick. Okay. <laughs> this is <this>, uh, <clears throat> Uh, it was in Okinawa, first, first store, uh, the first day, high school student comes. Now, yeah, for, for those of you who know canvassing, Japan, we have canvas too, all right? We make them memorize through under a minute or so. We, we, they memorize it. But the first day, this high school student comes, <gasps> literally shaking, literally shaking. I was like, whoa, I've never seen somebody that literally shakes because he's so nervous. <laughs> I was like, oh no, what should I do? Literally shaking. Uh, I decided, to, all right, I'm just going to have to knock on doors for him for a good number of time. Uh, well, first door, shaking, shaking, doesn't know what to do. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'll just jump in. And, and the lady bought, bought a book. He's like, whoa, they actually buy books? Of course, it's co partnering you know? <laughs> and then we go on the next door, shaking, shaking, shaking. And then the door opened, still shaking. And like, why are you shaking? It's weird. Boom, close the door. I was like, oh no, I feel bad for him. <laughs> this is rough. This is, this is bad. Uh, so we decided to pray. We decided to pray. Uh, he's, he's such a good kid. We prayed. Next door, we go. A lady comes out. <clears throat> um, we introduced books. So this, this time I just decided, okay, I'm just going to do from the intro and everything. Just watch and pray for me. It's like, okay, I can do that. All right. I knocked on doors, sold books, and whoa, this lady was like, great controversy. What is this? <gasps> Bible. Wow. Desire of Ages. Wow. Steps of Christ. Wow. I was looking for Bible books. Whoa, you were? <laughs> you know, uh, bedtime stories. Wow. And she ended up, uh, also one other, one other book is 28 Fundamental Beliefs. It's a book written by a Japanese pastor describing 28 Fundamentals to Japanese Minds. But anyways, this lady bought all five books. And then, uh, of course, she's, uh, she, she's not Christian. She was just interested in the Bible. And then uh, we all, I said, hold on. Uh, we want to pray. He, he's, uh, it's his first day. He's a little nervous, but it's his first day, and he wants to pray for people in the community. Can, you, uh, can we pray for you? He's like, oh, yes. And this high school student started praying. 
<clears throat> and this lady started crying, crying a lot, crying, crying. And at the end of the prayer, all he said was, all she said was, Arigato. Thank you. And closed the door. And the boy was like, whoa, whoa, no more shaking, no more shaking. He knows there's people waiting. He knows that God can even use him to touch people's lives. He's like, wow. Well, he stopped shaking. He starts selling books. It's good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, God works. God works. All right. So lessons I learned, some of the lessons I learned in the past two years uh, I learned teamwork. Teamwork is really important. Ministry is not about I. It's about we. You see, sometimes we like, oh, I'm not the smartest. Oh, I'm not the most talented. I'm not the best canvasser. Uh, but it's not about I. It's about we. It's about we working together. One of the most encouraging advices I have been given before I started working in Japan was actually from Elder Larry Carter, who was the pioneer of the first Magabook Youth Works programs and also Souls West Bible College. Now, Elder Larry Carter, I asked for advice. I said, please teach me some advice. Give me some advice. <clears throat> now, he told me these words, and this has been very helpful. Um, he basically says, ministry could be very lonely, very lonely, especially when you are doing pioneer work, it could be very lonely. So you will face oppositions, you will face trials, you will, you will have struggles, you will need teammates. So I will pray for teammates. I will pray for teammates as you start working in Japan. And that really hit home. I was like, ah, that's true, I need teammates. You know, so ever since, as soon as I got, I prayed every day for teammates. Lord, give me some teammates. Give me teammates, teammates, teammates. Well, God gave me teammates. God gave teammates. We have great, great teammates. You know, um, now we have three staff working full-time uh, uh, to help these four projects. And one of them was a nurse. She decided to take some time off, experience Youth Rush, and she was so, so inspired. She's like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever done. Well, now she's a full-time staff for uh, this department. And it's amazing. And we have the, another guy, um, Haruto. He's good with uh, internet and media. And he, he's the one that made the video. And he does all that. And that's everything that I need help with. So perfect team. I was like, wow. And then um, it's just amazing. There's another, another girl. Uh, she went to actually Oklahoma Academy, uh, uh, Yoriko. And um, <clears throat> she actually did uh, two summers of canvassing over in the East Coast. I was like, perfect. You're one of, the one of the staff that we need. Oh, she's also one of the staff too. So it it's God is blessing with teammates. And you see, maybe some of you here may think, well, I'm alone. There's nobody around me. You may feel like you're alone, but there's angels working with you and God is working with you. So we're never alone. So in other words, ministry is always about we. Um. Let me briefly, uh, since we're talking about Japan. Uh, so going back to the TMI, to not too much information, but total membership involvement. Um, <clears throat> in 2016, they did an evangelistic campaign in Rwanda, a general conference. They choose a target country every year, and they try to get the 
total membership involvement in that country and do simultaneous evangelistic campaign. Well, Rwanda had huge success, lots of baptism, lots of revival. 2017, they did it in Romania, lots of baptism, lots of revival. In 2018, guess where the location the General Conference shows? Japan, yes. Japan, they chose Japan as a target. So next year, 2018, May, we are going to have 160 simultaneous evangelistic campaign. And you have to understand, we don't even have that many pastors. Um, so it's going to be really total membership involvement. And most of the churches, in fact, I would even say, I think almost all, in fact, if not all churches in Japan, haven't done a full-on evangelistic campaign for the last couple decades until this year. This past year, they did one in, in Tokyo. And then next year, 160 simultaneous evangelistic campaign. And I believe God is going to bless, God is going to work, and things are going to happen. So if you guys can keep that in prayer for Japan. <clears throat> see. I'm going to change up a little bit. <clears throat> Uh, let me share a story. Um, and this one is up. <clears throat> this evening I heard the cries of Macedonia. I felt the responsibility to go back to my country, Japan, to share the last day message. However, I do not have any experience in evangelism. Will somebody, will somebody please come to Japan with me? On June 18, 94, 1894, at the evening worship at Healdsburg College. That's the Pacific Union College today in California. Healdsburg College in the United States. Young Teruhiko Okohira cried for help, seeing him appeal with earnest tears. Elder William Granger and his wife answered the call with faith. As a result, the General Conference officially appointed them as the first missionaries to Japan. You see, Elder Granger chose the path of Japan mission full of challenges rather than a comfortable job as a college president. On November 19, 1896, Elder William Granger accompanied young Okohira Teruhiko and arrived at Yokohama Harbor on a ship named Coptic to mark the first step of mission in Japan. Life as a missionary was a very challenging. In 1899, <clears throat> they started the first Seventh-day Adventist Japanese language periodical entitled Owari no Fukuin. In other words, the la gospel for the last days later changed to Signs of the Times magazine, which to this day is continuing. Over a hundred years, it's still continuing. Later in 1899, Elder Granger passed away. So just in three years, Elder Granger passed away at the age of 55. Before he died, realizing his end was near, he spoke his last words to his beloved disciple, Pastor Kuniyashu, who was taking care of him. By the way, Pastor Kuniyashu is the very first ordained Seventh-day Adventist Japanese pastor. And by the way, he's the one that led the first Korean Seventh-day Adventist to Christ. He's the one that took Adventism to Korea. And by the way, Pastor Kunia, the first Seventh-day Adventist Japanese pastor, the very last church that he established before he died is the Setagaya Youth Church now. That's the very church. That's the very house that he lived in. And that's now the first youth church in Japan. Anyways, hearing his beloved disciple's faithful reply, Elder Granger smiled with relief and spoke his last words to his beloved disciple. I came to Japan to fulfill the mission. However, I was not able to complete it. I am now about to leave this world. I have walked the path of faith. I want you to be faithful as well and let us reunite in heaven. 
It's been over 120 years since the beginning of missionary efforts in Japan. Many seeds, many faithful pioneers, many faithful people in the past have shared the gospel, but still the gospel needs to be shared, not just in Japan. All over the world we have had faithful pioneers, faithful man of God and women of God in the past. But the gospel commission is not complete yet. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. What is your mission? In the context of the Great Commission, what is your mission? Dream! Dream. We say dream big, but how do you dream big? How do you practically dream big? You see, if you boil down to one word, it's trust. Trust that God is big. When we trust that God is big and his promises are sure, well, we start dreaming big. Let's make it more practical. How do you dream big? I like the, I like the PCM, Public Campus Ministry, mission statement. Who knows what that is? That is follow Jesus, embrace his mission, change the world. That's how you dream big. You first have to follow Jesus. You don't follow your feelings. You don't follow your circumstances. You don't follow your peer pressure. You follow Jesus. You follow Jesus. You embrace his mission and you change the world. That's how you dream big. You dream big. Another one. What's the theme right here? Arise. Arise. Shine. Jesus is coming. You see, we can't dream when we're asleep. That's called just sleeping and dreaming. Well, you have to arise if you want to really dream. Arise out of your sleep and dream. Dream big for Jesus. Arise and shine. And Jesus is coming. So why, we, why do we need you? <clears throat> we have a few minutes left. <clears throat> so I'll give you a little preview. Now, for those of you who want to know more about Youth Rush Japan, um, I encourage you to stop by at either the Souls West booth or one of the Youth Rush booths, the student literature program booths. I'll be somewhere around there. Now, I have about a thousand of these business cards. Yeah, at least a thousand of these. And I don't want to take any of these home. So please stop by and just grab these. Uh, I don't want to take any of these home. And then there's Facebook page, different information. And it, this could be a reminder just to keep this in prayer. And, um, <clears throat> and there's also a three-month Japan mission trip opportunity uh, to, uh, that we're going to start this coming summer and uh, go on. Um, what it is, one month. Now, who wants to canvas in Japan? Who wants to knock on doors in Japan? You may think, oh, I don't know Japanese. No problem. Do you have the determination? Do you have the, I want to do it kind of, and do you, do you want to do it? Are you ready to put hard work into it? One month of intense Japanese language training. We will give you about 30 to 40 pages to memorize in one month, word for word. I'm not kidding. Literally, probably about 30 to 40 pages. But don't worry. It's not Japanese letters. It's going to be in English letters like K-O-N-I-C-H-A-W-A, konnichiwa. You know, it's like that. <laughs> 
I literally, that's going to be continuing for 30 to 40 pages. Morning to evening, you memorize. You're going to learn how to pray. You're going to learn how to sell great controversies. You're going to learn how to sell desire of ages. After one month, what well, we send out, knock on doors for two months, and you go home. That's it. <laughs> well, if you are interested, it's definitely not an easy job. And of course, there's an interview. We need to interview you. And one of the requirements is you have to have experience and youth source over here in the U.S. Uh, that's a good training. And if you fulfill those requirements, we interview you. Yes. <laughs> well, time is running out. <clears throat> yes, there's so much to testify. We've only covered about 40%. <laughs> Don't worry. I will adapt. <laughs> uh, if you want to hear more stories, more details, anytime, and anytime, not this time. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Where do, we, where do we begin? Okay, we need to get going soon. <clears throat> Let me share our Ellen White quote. There you go. Uh, uh, Coport of Ministries, page 57. Those who give evidence that they are truly converted and who take up the canvassing work will see that it is the best preparation for other lines of missionary labor. Co-porter work is the best preparation for missionary labors. It's a good training school, in, a, in other words. Why? Because you get to sweat, you get to carry heavy bags, you get to be rejected, you get to be rejected, and sometimes books thrown at you. Well, for the sake of the gospel, it's, it's challenging. And that's why it's a good training. You see, uh, as young people, ice-breaking is important. Ice-breaking activities, that's wonderful. But at one point or another, we need to stop breaking the ice, and we need to start doing ice-melting activities. What's that? Ice-melting activities when we have that burning passion to win some souls, when we have that fiery love of God within us, the ice melts. So the best way to get the young people together is win some souls together. You see, um... Another one, Coport, uh, Christian Service, page 145. Let every Seventh-day Adventist ask himself, what can I do to proclaim the third angel's message? Christ came to this world to give this message to his servant, to give to the churches. It is to be proclaimed to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. How are we to give it? The distribution of our literature is one means by which the message is to be proclaimed. Let every, not some, not majority, every believer, this is TMI once again, let every believer, this is TMLI, total membership, literature, involvement, let every believer scatter broadcast tracts and leaflets and books containing the message for this time. Co-porters are needed who will go forth to circulate our publications everywhere. What's our message? Revelation 14, verse 6 through 12, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. Worship him who made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the third angel followed them, saying, 
saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the torment of the smoke of the torment ascended up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receive the mark of his name. Here, here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. That's our message, regardless of culture, regardless of country, regardless of circumstance, regardless of whatever. This is our message. This is our message. But that's not it. That's three angels' message. That's righteousness by faith message. In other words, it's trust in God no matter what. But we have the fourth angel's message. What's that? Revelation 18, verse 1 through 4. What's that? After these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven having great power. The earth and the earth was lightened with his glory. Verse 2, he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen, is become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spear, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Oh, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with their end. The merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, What? Come out of her, my people. Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, that you receive not of her plagues. You see, our prophet, Sister Ellen White, uh, says these words regarding the fourth angel's message. Corporate Ministries, page 4, and in a large degree through our publishing houses is to be accomplished the work of that other angel who comes down from heaven with great power, who lightens the earth with his glory. Not all the work, but in a large degree. Every Seventh-day Adventist, every followers of Jesus Christ, literature work, Let's be involved with literature work. You don't have to go door to door and sell books. That's not literature. That's, that's part of the literature work. You can distribute books. You can give tracts to your friends and coworkers. That's literature work too. Let's scatter like leaves of autumn. Media and internet, those are wonderful ministry. Wonderful ministry. We even have YouTube channels over in Japan too, uh, sending forth Bible messages. But sooner or later, according to prophecy, I think those media will be censored at one point. It will be limited at one point. But when that happens, while we still have freedom, if we scatter those literature, it'll be like time bombs. You know, it talks about Sunday law coming up. It talks about how this world will go like this and this. And when those things happen, boom, 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 those time bombs will uh, blow up. And they're like, wow, the Seventh-day Adventists, they knew this all along. Like 100 years ago, they knew it. Wow, what's going on? I want to get to know the Jesus they are talking about. At this time, I would like to make an appeal. <clears throat> um, I would like to invite the, all the literature ministries director of the conference and the union just up front, uh, over, over to the side, yes, over to the side, next to this uh, screen. Um, literature Ministries Director of the Union of the Conference, Associate and Assistant Directors too, yes, of the uh, uh, Literature Ministries Director. You see, uh, these are specific appeals that I would like to make, um, three appeals. Um, uh, before I make an appeal, Let me 
say, read one, one more verse. Proverbs 29, verse 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Dream big for Jesus. You see, <clears throat> Youth Rush, where it was, where it started uh, for me. Let, me. let me read this really quick. Um, this is a letter uh, that I wrote when I first participated in Youth Rush the summer of 2010. Now, one of the leaders happened to be uh, <clears throat> my sister, Monica. Uh, she happened to be one of the leaders. Uh, anyway, so um, she <clears throat> asked us to write a letter to ourself, a future self. And they said, the leader said they will send it out a year later. All right. So I wrote some things down. A year later, nothing happened. Two years, nothing. Five years later, that's when I got the call to work uh, from the union president. More, more specifically, it was a Facebook messenger, but I got a call asking if... Uh, you would like to work for the youth ministries and literature ministries in the union to implement things you learned at Souls and to adapt something like Souls West uh, Youth Rush in Japan. I was like, wow, really? And that's when I reached into my computer bag and I felt a letter. It was this letter. I remembered, oh, just a few days ago, my sister decided to clean her closet and found this. And uh, she said, oh, here. <laughs> oh, what's this? Ah, I opened it. It says, Jesus is coming very soon. Wow. And it says, Dear Daniel Sachio Fukuda, Cope Order experience changed my life. I was convicted to give all to Jesus. I studied the Bible, enjoyed it. No more worldly things, eyes on God. Future options. Number one, start Cope Order groups in Japan. Number two, Bible college. Number three, evangelist. I was like, whoa, I wrote this five years ago. Well, now seven years ago, eight years ago. God knew all along. You see, God can use anybody. Amen. Just trust in God. Trust in God. Dream big. Amen. Tonight, this afternoon, simple appeal. If you want to say, I want to try Youth Rush. 2018 summer program, 10-week program. I want to try this co-porter thing. I want to get to know God more. I want to experience this. Come forward. We have literature ministries director right here. So if you want to say, I want to do specifically 2018 youth search programs, come forward. There's literature ministries directors right here. Uh, they can help you. Uh, they can help uh, ask, answer any questions you may have. You might be busy with something. You might have already plans already. But this program, it will change your life. I encourage you, if you are wanting to say, I want to do the 2018 Youth First Summer Program. Come forward. Come forward. And let this moment, God bless you, let this moment, let this summer when you participate, start dreaming big for Jesus. Start dreaming big. Come forward. If you want to say, I want to try this Youth First 2018 Summer Program, come forward. Second appeal. You may think, I'm not a student. I'm not a student. No problem. We have glow mission trips, short term. Distribute scattered leaves like autumn. If you want to say, I want to. Now, this is not, uh, I will most likely. This is a, I will. Uh, yes, you will. You will. If you want to say, I want to join 2018 glow mission trip at one of the locations, come forward. 
they can help you. If you want to say, I'm not a student, but I want to try the 2018 one of the Glow mission trip. It's just, it's just a few days, Glow mission trip, just a few days. You scatter tracks like leaves of autumn. Come forward. Come forward. Literature distribution is part of our identity. It's part of our prophetic identity. It needs to be part of our lifestyle. We need to win some souls. If you want to say, I want to join Youth Rush 2018, come forward. Or Glow Mission Trip, which is a few-day literature distribution program, come forward. Come forward. There's souls waiting to, waiting to receive our literature that points back to Jesus, our Savior. Come forward. We need literature evangelists that scatter leaves like autumn, the three angels' message, and the fourth angel's message with power. Keep coming forward if you're interested and join Youth Rush or Glow Mission Trip. But for those that are seated in your seats, perhaps now is not the time to do Youth Rush or Glow Mission Trip. But there's an appeal for you as well. Whatever ministry we are involved in, we are all, in a sense, literature ministry involvement. Uh, involved. What is this? This is literature. This is the Holy Bible. At the moment we become followers of Jesus, we are literature evangelists. For those of you who want to say, Lord, I want to dream big. Lord, give me a mission. Give me a dream. John Knox said, Lord, give me Scotland or I die. Lord, give me Scotland or I die. The Queen of Scotland feared the prayers of John Knox more than the whole host of armies. Give me Scotland or I die, one of our reformers. What is your Scotland? Do you have that kind of determination, that desire to win souls? If you want to say, I want to dream big, Lord, give me a mission. The greatest want of the world is the want of men, men who will not be bought or sold, men who their inmost souls are true and honest, men who do not fear to call sin by its right name, men whose conscience is as true to duty as a needle to the pole, men who will stand for the right though the heavens fall. If you want to say, Lord, I'm going to dream big for you, whatever ministry you're involved, wherever you are, I'm going to dream big for you. Stand where you are. Stand where you are. If you want to say, Lord, I'm going to dream big for you. Give me a mission. Give me a mission. I'm going to dream big for you. Just stand where you are. And if you are interested in youth rush or glow, come forward. Come forward. God is working. To God be the glory. Great things he has done, he is doing, and he will do. Perhaps you may think, the quote earlier, that's such a high standard. Though the heavens fall, stand. Bible has an answer. Galatians 2 verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ lives in me in the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It is Christ who lives in us. We must trust in Christ step at a time. For those of you who want to say, I'm going to dream big for Jesus, stand where you are. If you are interested in glow or youth rush, come forward. If you are interested, come forward. May God be with each one of us. May he do great things through each one of us. May we expect great things through each one of us. I'm going to have a closing prayer. 
If you are interested, you can still come forward. But later, if you have any questions, please visit the Youth First booths, any of the Youth First Ministry booths or Souls West booths. I will leave all these Youth First Japan cards, thousands of them. Please take it all. Please pray for Japan, not just Japan. Pray, pray for all, the, all of Asia, all of Africa, all the continents. Pray this work needs to go to all nations, kindred, tongue, and people. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your mercy, for your love, and I thank you for using me, for using each one of us here. We are not worthy. To God be the glory. Thank you for this honor, this privilege to win souls for the kingdom of God. Thank you for this joy of salvation. We have a mission to preach the three angels' mission. And we have the mission, not just the three angels' message, but the fourth angel as well. Please give each one of us wisdom. Please give each one of us dreams. Help us dream big for you. Help us go big and go home. We're homesick as we are in the mission field, as we are away from home. Sometimes as missionaries, we are homesick, but not for earthly home. We want to go home up in the heavenly home. This world is full of suffering, full of trials. We need you to come back soon. But until then, we need to share this everlasting gospel. Lord, give us wisdom. Give us that burden for souls. Give us that hunger for souls. Help us give all to you. Get rid of anything that separates between you and us. May our relationship with you grow stronger each and every day. Bless each and every person that's standing. Bless each and every young person that came forward. May their literature experience be a blessing. Be with each and every literature ministries director. Give them wisdom and give them vision. And may hundreds and thousands and millions of young people be on fire for you as a result. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. This message was recorded at the GYC 2017 Conference Arise in Phoenix, Arizona. GYC, a supporting ministry of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, seeks to inspire young people to be Bible-based, Christ-centered, and soul-winning Christians. To download or purchase other resources like this, visit us online at www.gycweb.org.